0: Okay, we're started. This is the Athens Public Access Podcast. Hello, and welcome to our show. I'm Eddie. I'm
1: Donovan. Unfortunately, this week we'll not be joined by our third member,
0: uh, Miss Dr. Sharp. Dr. Sharp, Desi Sharp. She completes the triad. She's our the third member of this think tank, as we like to call it. Um... So so we're
1: just going to be testing the waters today. It's not going to be a full episode by any means. Uh we're just going to be testing our levels, making sure we can still stay topical, but uh otherwise we plan to have a good next half hour with you guys.
0: Yeah, and we hope to improve on the sound at some point, but that's pretty boring. we had many technical difficulties just coming to this point. Yeah. Beautiful studio in, yeah, we're, Here in beautiful sunny Athens, we'll, we'll get to that, but we're now uh, in my new
1: room In the Secret Squirrel yeah. uh, It's been a hard year and a half come up But we'll get to that later in the show
0: Okay, so we are doing this podcast Because we all like podcasts And I think, personally, I would like to Give like behind the scenes as to what we're doing At Athens Public Access and I'd also like to talk about just the availability of talent in Athens and how we should uh, be promoting that because we have so many talented people here. And I just want to prove that we don't have to go to New York or L.A. for entertainment. And maybe it's kind of a vendetta, but maybe it's not. Maybe We can
1: do it down here in sweaty Georgia if we have to.
0: Yeah, I think we have some entertaining people, and I know we have talented people. Yes, we've had very many talented people on the uh, station quite a bit. It's been amazing. Yeah, so I'm Eddie, Eddie Boswell, or Brownstone, however you want to cut it, and I'm known in Athens for many reasons. I am married to the part owner of Ben's Bikes, which is a local bicycle shop on... West Broad Street. I'm also the proprietor of Buster Booth. It's a photo booth in downtown at the Max. And what you do there is you, it's like any other photo booth, you put in money and then it prints out a photo strip and... Most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. And the caveat is that it goes online and you can Twitter about it or Facebook it. And that's like um, what the kids are doing these days. So we've got to keep up with that. And we made it all out of recycled... I say we, me and a mall from Ben's Bikes made it out of recycled building materials and an old laptop that we bought at the J&J flea market, which we'll probably talk about later. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's just a cool way to reuse old stuff that was going to a landfill. And now it's a um, photo booth downtown. And it's just about as reliable as a regular photo booth. <laughs> <laughs> just about <laughs> it,
1: located in the max canada the beautiful max canada yeah. also has the uh, finest 1942 machine in town as well right so don't spend your money
0: on the booze just the video games the photos and get get on out of there and then of course last year i started athens public access and it's been about a year so this podcast is pretty timely if we are counting the days since I started Athens Public Access, and it's been pretty fun. I think we have a lot of um, great ideas that are now finally coming to life in video form. and
1: um, We just uh, started filming a second
0: season of Dollars and Cents. Oh, right, yeah. So if you're familiar with the channel, and you might be if you're listening to this podcast... Um, dollars and cents was probably our most successful video that we made yes uh, put a lot of effort into it as well definitely the most production
1: values go into the dollars and cents right um three or four different cameras yes
0: a boom a boom operator yes yes uh
1: but oh please go ahead Eddie.
0: yeah we have um so this sun, last Sunday we filmed three episodes, and then this coming Sunday we're filming two more episodes. And we hope to have those ready by the end of the year. Actually, I want them ready by October, but I don't want to promise that. But I guess I just did by saying... They'll be done before. when they're ready, and not any
1: time before then.
0: Yeah, and I think they're going to be great. We had a great time filming them. Um, we have some really great Athens Gems... In these Just the talent you were speaking of—they were there yeah. on site. Yeah, and they're going to be really entertaining. And the—if you're not familiar with Dollars and Cents, it's a game show that my wife, my um, my former girlfriend, developed, and she she's really good at gaming. I don't know if it's because she's I, a fierce competitor. If, yeah, she she if there if there's competition to be had.
1: She wants it to be her who comes out on top.
0: Right. Right,
1: yeah. And so she wanted a game show, because it's competition, you know? Yeah. And one of her favorite things, which is the J&J Flea Market here, which is local in Athens. So to combine the two of a game show and picking, more or less, it seems like it would be right up
0: Meg's Alley. Right, so the flea market is this um the J&J is also known as the flea market. It's really good. I've never been to a I've been to similar flea markets, but I've never been to one quite like the J&J. No. And you you go there, there's a bunch of people with tables. They bring their some people bring their entire homewares collection out and put it on a table. And then they put these really high prices on stuff and then you have to talk them down to you you know like second hand prices because you're not buying stuff new there's it's really a no man's land as far as what's going to work and uh it's a really fun place to test your haggling skills yeah your your haggling skills i like that uh
1: but sometimes you don't always come out on top haggling it's
0: a an art form really Yeah, I bought a lot of the electronics for Buster Booth at the J&J, and I will have to say that um, 90% of it was probably just broken. And you can't really tell because they don't plug it in for you. You just have to kind of build that into the
1: price. Yeah, in in fact, Eddie and I tried to sell the computer from Buster Booth at the J&J,
0: flea market prior to its usage in the photo booth. Oh, yeah, we tried to sell it, and then I was like, well, we can't sell it, let's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's make a photo booth. That was funny. I don't think I'll ever sell again, but no. um, Meg wants to, so maybe one of these days. Eddie and I sold on one hot weekend in August 2011. The summer was too hot to fish. Yeah, it was quite an experience. I feel like I learned a lot about that type of market Um, I respect the people that go there a lot that go there every weekend you know there's like the warriors that are there 7 a.m. and they're just ready to ready to sell ready to make a deal they're ready to buy from you before you even unload your haul oh I see I see you know yeah and then everyone's ready to make a deal there's people that offer you money for the whole table, they'll be like, $150, I'll take the whole table. And we probably should have gone with that uh, when
1: we were out there, but unfortunately we didn't. I think we made $150 for the whole weekend. That's true. And I just caught the chiggers for the first time, and that sweaty weather
0: with the chiggers, I was dancing around the whole time. Yeah, so the J&J is a great place. If you ever visit Athens, you should definitely stop there. It's on old highway 441 um, just a little bit north of town and it's really an inspirational place if you're looking for inspiration for a game show <laughs> for a game show exactly and so we have the J&J and that's our that's the basis for dollars and cents so you um, you buy stuff at the J&J and then you bring it back home and you have your friends guess what you paid for it, basically. Yes. Is the name of the game. How much did you haggle? Like, right. How well
1: did you haggle
0: at yeah. the J&J? And there's good moments where people are like, Oh, well, I know you really well, and I know you're not a good haggler, so you didn't do very well. And it's uh, I feel
1: most of the time they're surprised at the final price of the lot, though. Usually they they find that... You didn't pay as much as they thought you would have. Yeah, and it,
0: it's filled with these moments of recognition. Suspense. Suspense. Um, exaltation. And... And sometimes t- defeat. And sometimes defeat. Defeat. Triumph, as well. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, Donovan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well... Uh,
1: I'm actually from Arizona. I've moved to Athens in the last few years. I've been on the come up as a young man. I started uh, at the bottom, but now I'm on uh, the third floor of the Secret Squirrel, which uh, was once a local venue, but now it's not anything, so don't come over. Uh, And I used to live in a room with uh, no windows for a year and a half, and now I finally just recently got a, a window in a nice large room, which we're now using as our studio. Uh, It's on the third floor. Mercer, uh, West, proprietor of this place. It's really uh, done a lot for the community, done a lot for me by giving me this beautiful suite, which we now uh, have as the studio. Other than that, I also have a uh, local record label, Murdoch Cassettes, but uh, I'm not going to plug that here right now. Oh, yeah, we'll have a chance. We'll get to that later in the episode. Uh, Other than that... I, uh, have done a lot with, uh, Eddie here, as far as a- Athens Public Access is concerned, uh, from hosting episodes of Dollars and Cents to operating cameras. Yeah, uh,
0: you've also helped out with the photo booth, too. You've been the... you technician. Yeah, second-in-command, going yeah. down and fixing printer jams. Yeah, so, uh... And tell us a little bit about your, um,
1: radio idols... My radio idols, I have a a very... One radio idol comes to mind, that's uh, Mr. Tom Sharpling, uh, uh, who was formerly on WFMU out of East Orange, New Jersey. Uh, Unfortunately, he's not on the air currently. He hopes to get back on, but... uh, I had no interest in the spoken word of television... Or, no, I'm sorry, of radio. Mixed out in television there. And uh, I didn't really care about radio. I didn't think that talk radio was any good, nor podcasts. But this was pre-podcast, you know, I'm... Old old man. Old soul. Uh-huh. And after hearing Tom Sharpling's show, I found that there is very much mirth and uh, topic in spoken radio. It's poetic sometimes. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, so. Uh, I guess we've been what What podcasts do you listen to? Do you listen I don't, to any? I do not listen to I, I listen to the Time Sharpling podcast but other than that, I've heard a lot about them. i People are always plugging their podcasts on Mr. Sharpling's show, and mm-hmm. uh, I've heard quite a bit of the the programming on WFMU radio station, which is more or less people's podcasts, as it would seem. They have a show "Shut Up Weirdo which you know word it, a normal broadcasting station. I don't believe they'd be able to have a show called
0: Shut Up Weirdo. Yeah.
1: It's a podcast
0: on the radio. Yeah, I learned I mean, I like Do you talk. have any do you have any podcast <laughs> titles, Eddie? I I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Um I think I could talk for a very long time about all the podcasts I listen to because they're kind of like a virus. Like you listen to one and then everyone's promoting everyone else's podcasts and Yeah. Hopefully we'll get into...
1: I think at the end of the people. day, it's
0: really people just wanting to hear their own voice, and other people wanting to hear their voice. I don't think it's just that. I, I use it because I work a lot at home on my computer, and it's really good to have talk radio on in the background, and podcasts kind of fill that role, and they're not always necessarily about like current events. You were or, listening to a Cheers like, podcast, weren't you? How was that? <laughs> yeah, so I... Uh, there's a bunch of new podcasts right now. One of them that I currently really like is the X Files Files, and it's uh, Kumail Nanjiani. He just talks about the X Files. Now, now you're plugging other podcasts. Yeah, it's you happening. see, it's it's already it's happening. Awful. But it's I like the format of his show because all they do all he does is like he gets some friends together. They watch a couple episodes of. The X-Files, and Ooh, then they just disgusting. talk about the episodes. Yeah. And then he also has like this element of going online and looking up the forums from when the X-Files was originally airing, and he reads from that. And well, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So the Cheers podcast, uh, it's it's not so good. You, yeah, you, you said you made <laughs> it two episodes? I listened to about maybe two episodes total, and it was... You seemed quite enthusiastic about it, though, when you first told me.
1: You you seemed yeah. pretty excited to be subscribed to the Cheers podcast.
0: Yeah, because I don't really like Cheers that much, and I thought it would just be a good way to hear people that like Cheers and have them Did talk you, about appreciate it. appreciate like, the format. Yeah, they would convince me that Cheers was a good show, and I'm just under the impression that I'm never going to like Cheers. Like, I only watched maybe the first three seasons or four seasons, Ooh. but... I'm pretty sure, and then we watched like random episodes. We looked up like the best Cheers episodes in quotation marks, and we watched those. And I was really not not impressed. Not impressed, and it's a character
1: based show. A, a a little side side note to this: Ted Danson uh, from Flagstaff,
0: Arizona, where yeah. I spent uh, m- very much time of my life. Oh, and didn't you say that um, uh, local somebody, students will uh, who crashed a plane into Flagstaff? Or into Sholo or something? I d I don't know anything about that. You're telling me like Patrick Duffy or someone crushed a play. I I maybe I Oh,
1: maybe not. (laughs) Uh the local students will go smoke cigarettes on Ted Danson's porch and that's as about as illicit activity I know of (laughs) celebrities.
0: Yeah, so also with this podcast I'd like to mention that I've today I just finished um making a podcast generator. And this is for people in Athens. This is yeah, if you're into podcasts and you want to make your own podcast, it's sometimes a it's a big effort to promote your own podcast and get it on iTunes and put it in the proper format so that it works on phones and devices and stuff. So what I've done is I went ahead and wrote a a page you can go to on Athens Public Access website. And you can, uh, there will be links for it from the main page. So I don't really want to, I don't know what the link is going to be called. But anyway, you can go to it. If you have a Buster Booth account, you can log into your Buster Booth account, create a podcast, and it will automatically write the file for you that you need to get on iTunes. And so you can get out there. and
1: Plus, people will have senior podcasts, and since it will be appearing on Athens Public Access and it'll be a nice little niche amongst the community.
0: Right, yeah. And also, it's going to host the file for you, mm-hmm. which is something that you, you wouldn't want to do normally. So yeah, I think go to com, check it out, and create your own podcast. It's pretty everybody... neat. I, he was showing it to me today, and I was impressed. Yeah, everybody this. should create their own podcast. I want, I want a lot of stuff to listen to. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's kind of a selfish endeavor but i mean right what do, what do we have here
1: so uh, let's talk w- a little bit about desi being absent like the the whole concept of this podcast uh was going to be the three of us together because the three of our minds when unified no no problem is without solution i feel right and so we were going to tackle you know an array of topics and desi being absent uh yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It's put a bit, a bit of a dampener on it. But uh, so I guess we should, should we talk about Desi for a second? Um, Which unfortunate, sure. she's not here. I mean, there's nothing. She'll so that... be working actually at the bowling alley tonight, uh, but we'll plug that later
0: this evening as well. Yeah, there there's not much I can say about Desi because I feel like. Uh, she speaks for herself. And yeah, I guess, yeah. I'd, I'd like to introduce you to her, but there's well, no let's, better let's introduction. Just, let's cheers our, our cups here and say <laughs> yeah. to Dr. Sharp. To Dr. Sharp, and I hope to have her with us next week. She was sick today. That's why she couldn't be with us. Uh, she has a job at Double Helix on Prince, and I think one of the children she works with gave her yeah, a those, sore throat. Those children are just factories for disease and germs. Yeah, wear your masks when you're around children. Mm-hmm. That's important. Um, so have you watched anything on Netflix? What's the last thing you watched on Netflix? What was the
1: net last thing I watched on Netflix? I, I, I This is a little bit guilty, but the last thing I watched on Netflix proper was a television show called My Big Fat Gypsy American... American Gypsy Wedding. What is, <laughs> what is that? It, it is pretty <laughs> ridiculous. So these young ladies... Uh, they get married usually around the ages of 14 to 16. Uh, they, they aren't allowed to talk to young men whatsoever uh, prior to this wedding. The only place they are is at parties or other people's weddings. So this show is centered on either them having their like coming out party. And usually at that coming out party, they'll meet the boy they've decided to marry. Oh. Which is pretty wild. And then also at the weddings where... It's a very big deal because it's a young bride who's never met the groom. Uh,
0: <laughs> that sounds complicated.
1: Uh-huh. And not only that, their families go spare no expense on these uh, weddings. So they're quite a to-do. Oh, wow. So it's like super sweet 16 meets... But it's a little bit creepy because of the whole aspect of these very young brides. Yeah. But they're, the young men, the men are uh, usually around 18, 17, so it's not so much... As to their character They don't seem like The traditional gypsy As seen in the Hunchback or Notre Dame Mm -hmm. uh, Because they're American gypsies And I'll just Leave it at that Yeah American Homeless Is what you mean Uh, Some of them travel Some (laughs) of them Do not Oh cool
0: Yeah That was the last thing I watched on Netflix And that's as much As I'll say about that that's interesting. I was expecting something by Rodney Dangerfield uh, or or WrestleMania. Oh, or I did. I did.
1: It wasn't on Netflix, but I did recently watch Meet Wally Sparks within the last week. I watched the Rodney Dangerfield we- Meet Wally oh, Sparks, cool. but it was
0: not on Netflix. Well, maybe maybe next week we'll catch you on a Rodney Dangerfield yeah, moment. Yeah, just don't ask me about Netflix, all right? <laughs> I'm going to ask you every week. Uh, what's the last thing you watched? S- I so make they'll, sure... They'll
1: usually be guilty.
0: Yeah, make sure you... Round up. Um, The last thing I watched is probably worse than what you watched. I don't know. Um, (laughs) What happened was we were we were um, having lunch, and then we turned yeah, my my wife and I were having lunch, and we turned off the TV, but the Roku stayed on, and then we um, oh by the way, get the Athens Public Access app for Roku. Boom. Do it. So we were watching. Netflix, and then we turned the TV off, but the Roku stayed on, and we messed with the remote control somehow, and then later, we went back in and were like, let's just watch TV, Mm -hmm. and when we turned it on, like, Netflix was already playing, because we had messed with the remote control, and we watched the middle and end of Sense and Sensibility, with Hugh Grant, and Severus Snape. That's something. Yeah. It's... I didn't like it very much. (laughs) Well... I've never seen it, but
1: uh, I know Hugh Grant is a very charming actor. I think, yeah, I think the movie... I don't see the, the appeal, movie, actually.
0: I think the movie is um, probably... Eddie's uh,
1: helping us out here. Sorry about that. Go on, Eddie. It's probably geared
0: toward a more feminine audience so, yeah, of course. my wife and I. <laughs>
1: did, so did, did Meg enjoy it? The middle and Anderson's insensibility?
0: Actually, so I only watched the middle and she watched the rest so of it. So she did watch the rest of yeah, it. So I mean, she did enjoy it. I think she that did it. That means enjoy d- d- uh, <laughs>
1: demographic reached yeah. and hit. Good for <laughs> Hugh and mm-hmm. Snape.
0: Yeah, it was um, surprising. Surprisingly wordy. Wow. Um, yeah, I hope to watch better stuff next week. you feel free to ask me the last thing I watched on that. First. That's okay. I feel like that's a good Don't question we, to ask anybody. Oh, mm. Okay, so we've got the banter down. Um, Eddie's looking at our uh, notes here. Yeah. What's our time looking like? Oh. So well, We only have five minutes to wrap up the show, actually. Five to, five to eight minutes. So I think that's a good place. With Desi here, she will add so much more dimension to it, but I'm glad we got... We, we're getting off to a good start. We've got a lot of... I think we've got a lot of things to talk about. And Desi will just um, yeah it, enhance the it's, program. It's not the same. Yeah, This is the Think Tank. Uh, we're just the Think Jeep right now. Oh, we'll classic. be the Think Tank next week. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do some plugs. Uh, like I said earlier, we filmed Dollars and Cents. Um, it's We're going to have five new episodes. They're going to start to air this fall. And you should check them out because they're really fun. They're really funny. I was just at the bike shop the other day uh, picking up Locally Grown. And some of the locally grown people, were they had just seen it and were telling me how much they liked it. The first two episodes are already available at AthensPublic.com slash dollars and cents. And it's going to be a great time. You should check it out. Um, There's also a lot of local... Uh, products Featured on there So that'll be cool And not only that The
1: whole Athens Public Access Website And everything has to offer Not only the Roku apps And your phone apps There's just so much Actually going on there Besides The, the, the few episodes is In and sense that are coming There's also so much more To be seen There yeah. as well
0: Yeah we've got a lot coming up Athenspublic.com Is your portal for that And we will keep Updating you as far as that's concerned. You can follow us at Athens Public. At Athens Public? At Athens Public. I yeah. think that's our Twitter. That's thing. what's up, kids. Yeah. So, all things Athens Public. Dial them in. Um, and. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I guess now it's time to talk about what's going on over at Murdoch Cassettes. We have a lot going on right now. Uh, we've released quite a few albums thus far, and now we're about to release Frodo Santana, uh, which is a a seminal album by a good friend of ours, uh, he has taken Chief Keef's music and redone it uh, with guitar and synthesizers and drum pad, it's it's out of this world really, and we've actually just uh, sent a few copies out to Tiny Mixtapes, and they've responded very well, we're also shopping it around to other, a few other blogs, because it uh, seems to be getting a good response, it gets right in that, that meme niche which is very popular with the kids right now, and that's that's where he was aiming, and he centered it right into the field there, over the over the top, with it. And now that I've moved into this new room, we can also expand our services. We have a lot more tapes coming out throughout this fall. Uh, too eerie for you? Number two, I'm announcing it right now oh, wow. on air. This is the first Whoa. first time that anyone's going to hear about it. The second moment. the second suite, maybe uh, if you weren't scared last year
0: then this year I would not uh, miss it. Too Eerie For You is Murdoch Cassette's um, compilation of Halloween sounds and feelings. It's our Halloween feelings. Album. It's there If you
1: ever wanted to hear what it sounds like inside of a witch's house...
0: It's more than an album.
1: It's it's what it's up to. It's an the, experience. It's a witch house, man. Yeah, and that's going to be two sides of a cassette? Two, that's going to be... Last year we went sixty minutes, this year we're doing ninety minutes. Too eerie for you, two
0: Are you gonna have any blood curdling screams?
1: We only had about three last year, we're gonna have nine this year. What about
0: what about like a like a ghost coming up behind you? He's not even gonna be behind you, he's gonna be mugging you (laughs) this year. (laughs) It's all over. I can't wait. Uh the
1: fall in Athens is great, yes, in my opinion. Yes. It has been sweltering out lately. Yeah. Uh we're
0: all looking forward to some relief. Yeah. So then finally we have to plug Ten Pins Tavern. Um a lot of our friends work there and bowl there,
1: so And not only that, uh tonight actually some of our friends from Flagstaff, Arizona, uh will be in there today, that being Tuesday, the uh twentieth of August. Rachel Crocker is going to be playing. She's from Flagstaff. She's played all over Europe. Brian Eno actually picked her as his favorite artist at the Noise Festival, which just went on up, uh, up on the coast, Atlantic coast, but two weeks ago. Uh, and she was just interviewed about that. So that's a big deal. And they're going to be playing at Ten Pin Taverns tonight. And you'll be able to see uh, Ash and Desi there as well. Desi's uh, working with her throat condition because this is such a uh,
0: large event. Yeah a big one well i think that about wraps it up yeah that about um, does that's it. all for the first episode of the athens public access podcast aka think tank yes maybe a subtitle think Tank. yeah yeah we'll see how much we think as time goes on yeah uh we appreciate you listening and yeah we'll see you next week thank you.